Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Wouldn't you like things to go right back to the way they should have been in the first place? Well, that's really what we're going to talk about today. When we talk about the new heaven and the new earth, which will be our permanent residence after the present heaven is gone away, then things are going to be the way they should have been in the first place. Hi, my name is Brad Zockel, and I am here with our Questions About Heaven podcast. I really appreciate you being with me, and we're going to be having some many, many, many more days uh, as we get together, as the Lord allows for us to talk about heaven in our podcast, but really giving you the scripture so you will go away from this podcast and saying, well, it was just his opinion, or this is what he thought. I want you to see the scriptures and the truth of what God has in store for us in the scripture, in the Bible, that you might be able to study these things, write them down, and read them on your own. I hope you are Bible literate. I hope you are Bible studied. And if not, this is a great challenge for you. Start learning and reading the Bible. Can I ask you, do you have a chance uh, during the day? Do you have the opportunity to read the Bible? to get a chance to be able to look into the scriptures. Well, I think it's time that we as responsible believers in Christ would do that. We wander around and we say, I don't understand the Christian faith. I don't understand what's going on. And that lack of communication, many times the Lord's saying, well, you know, I'm talking to you. You're just not listening. Well, how do we listen? By looking into his word. So I've had a number of people ask me, uh, either through my email or on other social media, they will ask, where would I start? If I'm going to start reading the scriptures, where would you suggest I start? And I suggest this, start in the book of Mark, read one chapter a day, study it, look at it. If you want to be adventurous and go to two chapters a day, that's fine. But start with Mark. It's easy, it's powerful, it's a short book. You can get right there to the active Jesus, doing, going, healing, moving about. You'll see that and you'll learn so much. Now, we can talk some more about that, but let me go right to what we were talking about today. We're talking about there is this place called heaven right now where the believer goes when he or she dies. And you go immediately. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 23 tells you that when we leave this body, Paul says, I'm going to be with the Lord. He repeats this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verses 6 through 8. And he uses this interesting phrase, when I'm absent from this body, I will be present with the Lord. Even more specifically, he says, I will be at home with the Lord. But we talk about there's a prophecy way back in the Old Testament, in the early scriptures, and I'll give you an idea. In Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 22, then the Lord says, you know what I'm making? You know what I will be making in his prophecy? I'll be making a new heaven and a new earth. I will have a new place for you. Isaiah 11 says there will be animals there. Psalm 72 and verse 7 says this will be a place that will have an abundance of peace and it's where righteousness will flourish, where things done right. That's what righteousness is, the way things should have been in the first place. It will flourish. We're in a place where things are done right. If 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 13 says where righteousness dwells, 
it, it literally, it, it gives you the idea in the Greek, where righteousness makes its home, where righteousness will feel at home and sit down there. And now we know in Psalm 16, verse 11, it tells you, Lord, in your presence is fullness of joy. So it's a place of joy. Matthew 25 says the same thing. Enter into the joy of the Lord, Christian. Faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. And we read about these wonderful, wonderful uh, truths about the new heaven and the new earth of Revelation chapter 21 and verse 1. And a lot of people don't know about this. You know what this is uh, about. Revelation 21 verse 22, there's no temple there. Revelation 21 and verse 23, there's no need of the sun or moon because God's glory illumines. And it says that the Lamb is the light. Fascinating truths. So what's going on here? Well, really, this is the way it was supposed to be in the first place. You say, how do you know that? Because we keep seeing scripture and it's saying this, when things will be renewed, well, really means when things get restored the way they should have been. So I want you to think about this. God's original plan what on Eden, Adam and Eve walking with God in the garden in a peaceable kingdom where animals were friends, where, where, where vegetation, where crops were growing freely, where beauty, you know, the natural beauty and the atmosphere of peace was astounding. And that was the idea for humankind to be able to love the Lord and commune with them. Well, you know, we had the fall. God could not stay on earth with this. And so he took up an abode. Think about it. It's almost like he said, I can't stay here. I'm going to get another residence. And I don't want to call it a hotel, but he's going to move out of the country, if you want to put it that way, in a figurative way. Moves away. Well, now his residence is heaven. Oranos in the Greek. He goes. So when a Christian dies, he or she goes to heaven where God is. But God says, that's not what I originally planned. I'm going to restore it. When things are done right, in the end times, I'll restore the things they should, the way they should have been. And Revelation 21.3, I'm going to come back and I'm going to live with man. God says this, I'm going to come back. And it says that he will come on the earth and he will dwell with man he will be their God. They will be his children, his people. And there's going to be a whole new beauty of the way things should have been. As it says in Revelation 21 in verse 5, he says, I make all things new. I want you to think about this. Well, let me give you an idea. Back in 1970, my father walked out on our family. He had a mistress and it became uh, a parent to my mom. I was in, oh, let's see, I, I would be in elementary school. I think I was probably about fifth grade or so, and all of us were pretty much at elementary school. My oldest brother, I think, was just entering middle school, and there was a day when my mom confronted my dad in front of us all, and my dad freely admitted to it and walked out the door. Now, then my mom almost immediately married on the rebound, married a man, uh, my stepfather, who became very abusive, as a matter of fact, was everything opposite. My my dad was a white-collar professional uh, in the education field. My stepfather, blue-collar, barely could hold on to a job, uh, swore all the time, abusive to us, uh, everything. I'm not going to go into it. But what we kept saying through the years is, 
I wish things, we don't ask for millions of dollars, we don't ask for fame, anything like that. What we want, what the Zockel kids wanted, is if things could just go the way they were when it was just my mom was at peace and the family was together before my dad got into the affair and everything. We just wanted things to be restored. Well, I think about that, and that's really what it says in Romans chapter 8. The whole earth groans like a, uh, like a woman, in the, um, a mother in labor, just groaning, really waiting for the freedom to happen. Well, that's really just restoration, just waiting, uh, you know, all of this binding and this hurt and this sin. Can't things be the way they were in the original state of peace and love? Well, yeah. It's what it tells you. In Matthew chapter 19 and verse 28, it says, Well, the Son of Man will get on the throne when? At the renewal of all things. At the restoration of all things. Listen carefully. Two big words. Pelingenesia is the word for restoration. It's a fancy Greek word, a long Greek word, a powerful Greek word. Pelingenesia really means again born, okay? Renewal. At the renewal, when what? All things are restored. Animals are once again at peace. Crops will not fight us. Weather will be conducive. Time will be friendly, not a thief like today. People will be at peace with God, not rebelling, not profane, and the believers will enjoy that life. That's the renewal, the way things should have been in the first place. Peter says this, Acts chapter 3 and verse 21. He actually says this. I, I find this fascinating. He says, Christ remains in heaven until the time comes for God to restore everything. He, now, he promises to the prophets, Peter goes on to say, but Christ will then come back when everything is restored, everything all material, all land, all time, all animal, all everything, all sin will be rid. It will be gone when people go back and enjoy the Lord. And that's part of worshiping, is enjoying the Lord. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 4 and says, And when he comes, one of the benefits, for example, is Messiah is going to decide disputes between the nations. He's going to mediate. In other words, the nations are coming together in peace. And we see that in Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9. All the different nations and all the different cultures will be together. How? Well, they're going to be celebrating the Lord. It'll be a celebration time. Really hard for us to have any bitterness. And I know in this sin, sinful world, it will happen. But you know Sin and jealousies and strife really take a back seat on Christmas Day when all the, the, the presents are handing out and people are laughing and just enjoying one another. Or, you know, the beauty of Thanksgiving when we're thinking of the Lord and we're sitting there and we're feasting. Or is it like it says in re, reclining at table, as it says in Matthew chapter 8, when Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are feasting? It says recline at table, which means more than just eating, it's sharing laughing. It's, uh, it's also telling stories and such. And there's just a beauty in that explanation. Well, Palinganesia says, you know, those are the, the, the wonderful ways that things were in the first place when everything was done right. 
it'll come back to that again. And that's a great hope that I have. You know, I want to be able to enjoy a chance for our family to get together again before the divorce and see my mom, who is in heaven right now, and enjoy her in the way. After uh, my dad left, she had a nervous breakdown, and for years, her mental capacity was compromised. But she had a stroke right before she died, and that stroke cleared that fog. The Lord allowed us to enjoy her for one afternoon in her right mind. Oh, we had a fun time, recorded it, and I have that recording still in my phone, and be able to look. This is the way it was back in the 70s. And although her, you know, all those years were kind of lost to her uh, through the family situation, there will be one day we will enjoy just as we did uh, in those days. And that's the restoration. And maybe you have times right now where you just say, I wish things the way they were the way they were. I wish. And you're talking about family or situations. And the Lord says, you know something? I'll take care of that. Yeah, but Lord, I'm talking about a situation. And he says, everything will be restored. All things will be made right. All things. Remember, it says in Matthew 19, 28, at the restoration of all things, everything, relations, time, weather, health, understanding the Lord, we see through a glass darkly. Now, oh Lord, when I was first, when I first became a Christian, you say, it was so clear and so exciting. Wish I could have that. You know, David even says it, restore to me the joy of my salvation, and that'll happen as well. Acts 3.21, when God restores everything. One of the beauties of the new heaven and new earth is things will be restored to the way they were. Think about that. We'll talk some more about that. That's one of the gifts that God gives us. I'll remind you, 1 Corinthians 2.9, nobody can imagine what God has in store for us. Eye has not seen or ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. That is going to be a wonderful time. And I want to leave you with that hope. You take care. This is Brad, and we are going to talk again soon as you pick up these podcasts and look at what the Scripture says about the new heavens and going home to be with the Lord. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N dot org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.